I think the hardest thing for people is just like everybody isn't creative. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what I've I've realized. Like recently, I had a talk with my mom. My mom is a nurse practitioner. Okay. She has her own, you know, a company now. Like yes, she's fully on, doing her entrepreneur. I'm like, go mom, go yes. mom. But like when we're both talking about our business, you know, she's by the books of what she went to school for for mm. nurse. Like it's this, it's the same type of system every day. Yeah. For me, my job is all creative. It's all for my mind. It's all, mm. you know, I I have to come up with the new it, the new content every month. Right. Like I'm creating this for my brain. Right. Like right. the new fresh ideas. And after one idea is done, guess what? Is another one. We have to do another one. <laughs> right, right. Like, the brain can't stop. by my right and welcome back to the ghetto ceo show i'm super excited that you are here because as you guys know and if you don't know you need to know that the ghetto ceo show is all about educating ceos on what the behind the scenes of being a ceo really is like right um being a ceo is hard it's hard as fuck, actually, right? But we need to know what the behind the scenes of being a CEO actually is. And so I want you guys to see the raw and unfiltered cut of being a CEO. And so that's what the Ghetto CEO Show is all about. And so I bring you guys guests that are willing to open up be unfiltered and tell you all the things that they might not share online all the time because you know being a CEO sometimes in the forefront you're glamorizing what you're doing because people you know you don't always show the bad stuff but I want people to see on the ghetto CEO show that being a CEO is actually ghetto so we got our next guest on the episode is our girl Jayla Corinne uh, ooh, oh, it's a little nervous. Like, ooh, what we gonna? What's the tea? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm excited that you came on the Ghetto CEO show because being a CEO is ghetto, and I think the streets need to know. Okay, so let them know uh, about who you are, what your business is, and why they need to know Jayla. Yes, so I'm Jayla Corian, YouTube personality, model, author, boutique owner, uh, TV personality. I'm kind of the girl that dabbles into it all. Yes. Like I like to explore. I like to launch new businesses. I'm mm. into branding. I'm into packaging. I'm into the visuals. Yes. You know, the brands book me to create content for them, yeah. you know, do my own commercial, use their products. Yes. So I'm overall just into social media and into like the look of things. Yes. I love that. Cause you've been rocking for a while. Like I think I was on your Instagram page the other day and someone's like, girl, I remember you from like seven years ago. <laughs> like, so how did you start your business and how long you been doing this? Yes. So I have been on YouTube okay. since 2010. Wow. I started in high school the goat okay <laughs> I started in high school before it was this big craze of influencers and content yeah. creators like I literally was just trying to explore how to do my hair and mm. how to what fashions look good like yeah. that was really my thing and it has grown into a full-time career for me yeah you know so I love that 20 uh, you said 2010 2010 listen that's 13 years yeah 
And you know what? One thing that I say, I think I say this on every episode, right? But one thing that I say is that A players are not just given. Like, they're born, right? So, like you said, you've been doing this for 13 years, and people think that you're, like, going to just blow up overnight. Yeah. They they really think that. Like, they think that it's going to happen in two years. Like, it's a one-two thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all, I've been <laughs> doing this. Yes. I've been launched. I didn't just launch this business. I launched another business before this business. Yeah. You know, I've already done the test trials of it all. And I think that when people jump into it, they just think that they're going to have automatic success. Yeah. When my success took 13 years, 13 years, you know, like my success didn't just happen overnight. I don't Absolutely. have that story. Absolutely. And people like I've been, so this is my 10th year in business. And so I think people just think like, oh my God, this is, it's been 30 days. Mm-hmm. Why is it not working out? Yep. You know? And mm-hmm. so I want people to know, like, it is grind. It is hard. It is tough. Yeah. But it's worth it in the end. Yeah. So tell them about your businesses. So you had, I know you got like 50 level <laughs> businesses. Like she got 13 kids. Okay. <laughs> I but know. But you are a hustler and I love it. So tell yeah. them about your business. Um, so... I feel like, I guess we could talk about like physical products, which is the boutique. So as far as clothing, people are always asked, okay, so the start, this is what made me get into like a business. Yeah. So on YouTube, brands were paying me to, well, hair companies were paying me to like rock their hair. Okay. okay. So my first business was called, her name was Glam Textures. I was selling the bundles to my college girl. I was in college. I started this in college. So I just knew that like, because hair was a big thing and I was being paid, I was like, okay, so if they're paying me this for the hair, Mm. then well, I need to go collect the coins within my own company yeah. for it. So, like, I had all the college girls' hair fly. I had a hairstylist that was doing all the girls' hair. Like, we was taxing and making sure all the girls' bundles was Facts. fly on campus. Yes. Um, so I started off with hair, realized, like, I wasn't that much passionate about hair. Like, mm-hmm. I like hair, but after you do but so many styles, you're going to get your favorite style. Yeah, you're going to say, okay. Bust I'm, down middle I'm, part. I'm, <laughs> I, I want mine. I yeah, want my style. Yeah. So, you know, and I wasn't really into like the colors, like the, mm-hmm. the reds and the pinks. And I feel like that was an era. Yeah. But then when you start growing up. you like, I'm an adult now. I am an adult. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I cannot do that neon green. No, I can't step out. No. So after that, fashion was something that I was really passionate about. And I was okay. like, okay, so maybe I need to have a clothing store. Yeah. And that. I feel like matches my personality a lot more because we're always getting dressed and stuff. Yes. So then I just spun into fashion. Yes. Yeah. But you know, I think that goes, like you said, goes with your personality, right? Because yeah. there's some girls that I just be like, she got the look. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when you think about Rihanna, like, she a fashion girl. You know, like, mm-hmm. she just that girl, it girl. She's yeah. a cute girl. Yeah. But there's some people that have fashion brands be like, eh, I don't really you see the fashion yeah, in it. Yeah, no, I would have seen this. Yeah, I would have, so. you could have did this. Right, 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 right. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I went to school for fashion Fashion merchandiser. Oh, no. So um, my claim to fame mm-hmm. of like my OG subscribers of people that's like, oh, my God, I've been rocking with you for 10 years. Yeah. These are girls that have like watched me go to college. So I mm-hmm. documented my college experience on YouTube. That's all fire. four years. You can go back freshman, sophomore, junior, that's senior year. Fire. You can watch all my college videos. Yeah. Um, so they watched me for that experience. And I went to school for fashion merchandising. And, you know, 
now we see what you can what you can go to college for and mm-hmm. like how it is. But back then we didn't know. Right. You didn't like Facts. what what how do what how do you get into fashion? Like mm-hmm. you go to school for my mom's biggest thing was like, so you want to go to school for fashion? You know, it's kind of yeah, looked yeah, down like, upon. They like. How you gonna make money? Money, baby? yeah, babe, sweetie. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is gonna work. Right, right. Um, but luckily, you know, she saw my YouTube channel. She saw like girls were actually. Although she was like, I don't know this fashion stuff. Mm-hmm. She was like, I mean, the girls like the fashion. Right. They, they watching it. So she allowed me to go to college for fashion merchandising. Thanks. Shout and out to mom. Shout out to mom. <laughs> Thank you for believing in me. Yes. Um. And when I was there, I knew I was going to work for somebody else. Like, I mm-hmm. knew I was going to be a fashion buyer. I was going to go and yeah. work for somebody else and just be buying fashion for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see it in my mind, like, that I could do it for myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I never seen nobody do it. I didn't know how to do it. Yeah. I didn't know how, I didn't know. Yeah. So I feel like it did take the first start of, like, starting the business even when I did hair, I knew I wanted to do fashion. I just couldn't make the pieces connect. Yeah. It takes time. Yes. It takes going to classes. Yeah. It takes networking. It takes all of these things. Right. So, you know, it is a learning curve with starting the business. Mm-hmm. And in your first or two years, it may not It may not do nothing. It may not work. But that's one thing that I say all the time. When you walking in your purpose, God is going to continue to pl- provide you clarity. Yes. So, But a lot of people just don't start walking. Like, if you start walking, you'll get the clarity. And I feel like that's what exactly yeah. what you did. Yeah. And that's just so, it's it's key to just begin to go, begin to walk, begin to figure it out. Because when I first started my business, I actually would, I had an agency. So I used to do done for you services. I would do the ads. I would do the emails. I do all the things. But I started walking and the clarity looked like I needed to educate. And mm-hmm. the clarity looked like, okay, now you got a brand. And I'm like, you know, my right? Like, what is that? Like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? So then the personal brand started to grow. Mm-hmm. Now people like I'm speaking and we have this show and I network and all of those things. Yeah. So it's like the more we walk, the more your vision is unfold. Yeah. The the more layers. Cause it, yeah. I like to look at it as like layers, like yeah. the first layer, then the second yeah. layer. So even when you say like, Oh, you have all of these businesses and you've done all of these things. Yeah. These are layers that each year yeah. is being layered on top. I didn't just come out the gate with, Oh, I'm doing YouTube and I'm working on brand contracts Come and I'm on, on the TV show yes. and I have the boutique. Yes. No, these things, you know, it, layered on top. Lay, of now other. we're here. Right. We have arrived now. now. Right. We are here now. <laughs> but that's the thing that I think people don't really realize is because, especially like you hear from girls that want to start nowadays or even um, women that's in their second life, right? Like they, they've retired or they quit their job and they're ready to start the business and they mm-hmm. feel like, okay, this is the end goal. So I need to begin how I want to end. And if you would have started with all those things, like you would have been so, like you probably been like, you know what? Like, I don't even know which one to pick. <laughs> which one make money? Yes. Like, let's start there. You so, got to yeah. focus. You got to have a focus. And yeah. so I love that the core of it was content. The core of it was YouTube. And it allows you to have those different layers yeah. to go deeper. So tell us about uh, Jayla's Closet, right? Like, I know you love... First of all, I be on your Instagram. And I'm like... So cute. I need that, 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 right? Like, how did you start it? I know you went to school for fashion, but how do you start it? And where is it today? Like, do you already have a like do you have a team? Like, what does this look like for you in this growth phase? Yes. So in this growth phase, I am a one-woman show. Yes. So I manage basically everything. everything. And it's ghetto. <laughs> it's, it's ghetto. <clears throat> 
Um, and I I have had team members. Mm-hmm. I have had like virtual assistants and contractors, mm-hmm. whether I had a photographer on or whether I had um, somebody for marketing on. Like I'm yeah. definitely hired for these positions. And I just feel like building a team is like the, the top of the layer yeah. that is like, the hardest because oh, guess what nobody told me or taught me how to be the ceo girl how to lead how to lead the company yeah so it's like okay so i've led myself and i'm doing this mm-hmm. but then when you bring in other personalities mm-hmm. and other people's work ethics yes. and then i also have to teach you what i know yeah that's the part i was like dang okay so i have all this knowledge in my head yeah but now i have to teach somebody else because they don't no. Yeah. I have to train the person for the position. Yes. And that's the, I think, and this is why I love Ghetto CEO so much, right? Like, I love this space that we're creating because a lot of times people do not, well, you go to school for the marketing, you go to school for the operations, you go to school, like, you could get all of that stuff, but nobody's teaching you, like, how to be a leader, Nobody's teaching you how to um, manage somebody's attitude. Like nobody's teaching you how to um, make a, somebody a contractor instead of a W two. No, like nobody's teaching us that, right? Mm-hmm. And so those are the things that we end up paying for for, for the mistakes we make. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because those are the things that's like that's the things that's taking us out. Like those are the the things we're crying about. We have mental anxiety about at night because it's so much stuff that it's like an onion. Like as you get deeper into this, you're like, well, I ain't know that. I ain't know that. I ain't know that. So I think I, I, girl, I tap in. Okay. I subscribe (laughs) to what you are saying. It's hard. And like I I was telling um, uh, somebody else that I was like, the thing that's hardest about building a team is the fact that you are relying on somebody else realizing their own potential. Mm. And it's like, I don't got time for you to figure out that you great. Like I see it. That's why I hired you, but you don't even know like that you could be a beast. And if you let me tap in, like if you, if you actually subscribe to the vision, you could be the best social media manager, the best marketer, the best, whatever, but everybody want to be the forefront. And I tell people being the CEO is ghetto. Like that's why I like, and when I go work with corporations I'm behind the scenes. I don't give a fuck about how, what they bottom line is, all of that. Like, I just got to come in and do my job. When you a brand, when you do your brand partnerships, it's like, I do my job and go. <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like with, with the team also. So the next component of it is like making sure like the people on your team don't want your spot. Yes. Ooh, that's it's good. like. I don't want to compete with you. Like, yeah. I, I I know that you like what I do, yeah. but I want you to like what you, you do. do. Yeah. So I've also had the experience of like, once I bring somebody around my world, mm-hmm. then they want to be the YouTuber. Yeah. Then they want to be the content. They don't want to do the work behind the scenes. They right. want to be the star. Yeah. And so I have to watch out for that. So I always have to ask like, what is your vision of life? Yeah. Like do, some people truly want to be behind the scenes. Yeah. They're like, I had that front camera yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, but then it's people that are looking for like a come up. Yeah. And then it's like, they don't, they're not even aware that that is something that they want until they see it. But they, because you don't show 
the trials to yeah, your the it looks tri- so cute yeah like you don't show the the bullshit to your employees mm-hmm. like why would i show you that i gotta pay payroll this week but i don't know how i'm figuring it out but i'm figuring the fuck out you know what yeah, I mean? like, why? I, like i gotta make the sales come into the business like the sales gotta come into the business yes. the money has to come into the business exactly. like you just sitting back getting a little whatever but exactly. i'm over here Trying to figure out the marketing, trying to figure out recording all the videos, YouTube and dancing, doing all the TikTok. It's a, it's a dance. It's the TikTok dances for me. Yeah. It is that day on TikTok. I said, when did we get here? Like, I swear, like, I don't yes. want a Tiki Tok Tok. Right. Like, can you imagine? Like, yes. I'm a I'm a true YouTuber, yes. long form content, hold the vlog camera, and now yeah. they got me over there on TikTok. Putting words on the screen, going like this. this right, 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 right. And, and and we gaining followers over yes. there. And, and that's how the algorithm works. Yes. So it's kind of like also within within having your own company, like you have to grow with the times and Ooh, you cannot skip a step. Like you have to move on. You gotta go to the next Ooh, that's good. The next thing. Yes. And I, I was I said that's good because that is, I think. Especially for our seasoned business owners, that's something that is hard to like move with the times, get with the algorithm, get with these changes. Because like I have some of my clients, they'll sit up and complain all day. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to dance. I don't want to, you know, but you just like, I don't want to, but I got to. Like, I don't it's have a It's a part choice. of the job description. Yes. Come Come on. To have a business now, yeah. social media is a part of the job description. Yes, absolutely. It's like no way around it. No, it's none. Even and I wish it was something. And I'm the I'm the content creator and I'm like, nah, like to get them sales you want. You're going to have to turn on that camera. You're going to have to go live. You're going to have to do something. Yeah. And you have to, like, it's no longer an option. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of people are looking at content creation as an option. And especially in 2023, this is the, the year of content, right? And so we have to be creating. And people need to see your message. They need to see what you have to talk about and yeah. who you are, the person behind the brand, so that you could be able to, they can buy into you. Yeah. Like, people love you. Like, they like, oh, your, your clothes is cute, girl, but I... Like this because it's Jayla. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're buying I, into the person. Yes, yeah. yes. I think the hardest thing for people is just like everybody isn't creative. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I've I've realized. Like recently, I had a talk with my mom. My mom is a nurse practitioner. Okay. She has her own, you know, a company now. Like yes, she's fully on, doing her entrepreneur. I'm like, go mom, go yes. mom. But like when we're both talking about our business, you know, she's by the books of what she went to school for, for mm. nurse. Like it's this, it's the same type of system every day. Yeah. For me, my job is all creative. It's all for my mind. It's all, mm. you know, I, I have to come up with the new, it, the new content every month. Right. Like I'm creating this for my brain. Right. Like right. the new fresh ideas. And after one idea is done, guess what? Is another one. We have to do another one. <laughs> right. Right. Like, the brain can't stop. Yeah. I have even tried to hire for, you know, a, mar- a marketing social media person, like mm-hmm. a second brain. Yeah, I yeah. literally was telling my manager, like, I need a second brain that yeah. thinks like me. Yeah. Went through a hundred people. <clears throat> they do not get it. No. And here's the thing, right? So, cause how old are you? 28. 28. I'm 28 too, girl. Okay. Okay. 
Okay, so here's my theory. My theory is that girls or guys, right? Like people that's trying to get on in today's age, and I say this like we old as fuck, but <laughs> uh, in today's age, they don't have the hustle and grit like mm-hmm. we had, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I first started my business and I was trying to work with other people, I literally would do whatever it took. Right. Like if that mean I needed to create a presentation to get in, show you if I needed to um, get if I wanted to be a social media manager, I would have came up with a whole social media calendar mm-hmm. and to you and be mm-hmm. like, this is what I think we're going to do when you want me to get started. Mm-hmm. Like I was assertive, like yeah. I would just get busy. You know yep. what I'm saying? And one thing that I, I always leaned on is that my work ethic, like nobody was going to outwork me. So the reason why you needed me on your team was because nobody's outworking me. Yeah. And I don't feel like. People are showing up like that no Mm -hmm. more. You know, like people are not showing up like I, you can't outwork me. You can't, Mm -hmm. like, they're just like, well, I deserve this job. I should learn from you. And they learn it for free. They learn like getting all the tea, all the drip, barely halfway showing up. And putting it on their resume because they worked there for seven days. We're just going to take a moment of silence for that. real like it's real and I think that a lot of times people don't talk about the behind the scenes and why being a CEO is so ghetto right and so like what's the the biggest thing the most irkiest thing for you that makes it like I love it here I'll never leave but this CEO shit is ghetto yeah I would say it's all of the behind the scene work. So yeah. I also have a course, the YouTube okay. Hustle. Yes. I look, I named my course the Hustle Period. because it's the YouTube hustle. hustle. Yeah. Like they it's see me easy. on YouTube and they think like, oh, I just threw this YouTube video right. up. No, baby girl, I actually had to watch what I just recorded, mm-hmm. edit it. Yeah. I have to create the thumbnail, the title, yes. the description. I have to make sure that the the tags on there, like Am I using the right keywords? Yes. Like it gets detailed. Like it's not just throw the video up. Yes. That's not how that works. Right. You have to actually have some skill. Come on. You now. have to develop the skill yeah. to make the money. Yes. And then you also have to, you know, YouTube is definitely a hustle. Like listen. No, facts. Because I think that people don't think about that content creation honestly is a skill. Mm, and the mm-hmm. more you practice, like if we was to go back and look at the videos you created 13 years ago, they do not look at the like the videos now, right? Nope. But it took you 13 years to get to this point where your skill level was this high, yep. right? And so I don't think that people understand that if you just create, then over time you will get better, 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 better and better, but yeah. you won't start. But I can say that it is intimidating yeah. to start brand new, fresh. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Brand new, fresh now because yeah. every so many people have already started and you can look and say, oh, their page looks like this right. and their YouTube channel looks like this and this right. podcast looks like this and they have this setup. Right. So I do, I do understand yeah. the, the know, hesitation. The hesitation yeah. is like I'm putting myself out there to a lot of people, yeah. but it's kind of just like, so when you going to jump in? Yeah. Cause I, I would always say, I'm like, what? You have to think about it like if I have this fear and I never start, then what am I afraid of? The money? Because that's what's going to come eventually. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just keep going, because the first time you put a YouTube video out there, let me tell you something, it ain't that many people watching it, you know? Mm, So (laughs) like it's like you got to keep going and going and going and going and going. But 
it's going to get better over time. So just yeah. create. And I think that if we just take away that layer of fear, but for you, like you said, the, the ghetto thing is like the behind the, behind the, the scenes. scenes. Yeah. yeah. So even within me having a YouTube hustle course, mm -hmm. it's still the behind the scenes of the business of the course, the funnels, mm -hmm. the welcome email when they get in, <sighs> managing the girls when they're inside. Does mm -hmm. this connect to the group so they can know how to get into the right. community? Like it's so much that... I know. And then it's like, okay, so it's the back end of the course, it's mm -hmm. the course, then it's the front end marketing to get the girls in the course. Like, yes. I mean, it's so many things that I have to do. Yes. And I know it looks so shiny and so like cool. Yeah. But like, I'm really working on my computer every single day. Every single day I wake up and I think about my business yes. and my brain, like as a creative, I don't know. It bounces from like literally I was just in the office for Jayla's closet yeah. getting mystery boxes because I have mystery boxes that they're buying now. Yes. So I was doing that, still thinking about the vlog that needs to be done because I have a sponsor that needs to go in the vlog and they want it tomorrow. Mm. So you can only imagine how many things at one time I'm juggling right. in my brain that I'm bouncing. I'm bouncing from this phone to this phone to this computer to that computer. Exactly. I go from the office to the living room to this corner. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm running around this house. Yeah. In a circle, in like a, a circle. Like, okay, <laughs> like I am really running around this house, so I just think that 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 some people just think it's a lot easier. Yeah, and it's it's not right. Like the behind the scenes stuff, especially as a solopreneur, right? Like it's so much that has to go. And the thing I think. Even for me, right? Like, so recently we lost our marketing manager. And so I've been stepping into the seat and the role as a marketing manager. So <clears throat> I'm over that whole department. And the thing for me is that I have to think about every little thing. And if it's not thought about, then I'm the one that I'm going to the car with my other team members like, oh yeah, I forgot to send that email out, y'all. I can't even yell at them because it's me. I, that's my seat. I gotta be like, oh, y'all ain't doing what y'all supposed to do, you know? I was like, damn, that was me. Like, I fucked <laughs> up, my man. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's like the capacity level of your brain. Like, you just have to make so many decisions and honestly, because of that, a lot of times our personal decisions suffer. Like we don't want to put on no clothes. We don't want like our mental health suffers. We don't want to choose food to eat. We don't like because we make it so much, so many decisions as a CEO. Yeah. Um, I know that balancing work-life balance is extremely hard for me, mm -hmm. especially having a YouTube channel because mm -hmm. I have to always be on. Yeah. So if I'm mentally not in a good place, say I'm going through something in a relationship yeah. or with family or whatever it may be, I can't actually have an off day. Yeah. So I literally have to like tell myself, and sometimes it don't work. Yeah. Sometimes I literally am tapped out yeah. because it just can't work for the day. Right. But a lot of times I am pushing myself to continue to make the content to be on schedule for the YouTube channel. But I do feel like it has been times that my YouTube channel has suffered because of my personal mental. Like, how am I supposed to show up on camera happy when I'm really not, not happy? happy? And I think that's the thing that is the hardest as a CEO, right? Like, you don't have, there are no off days. There's no PTO. There's no, like, I don't feel like mental health days. Like, there is none of that, right? Mm. Like, you, especially when you're the brand. When you're like, the face. Yes, when you are the face, you always, it does matter. Girl, at matter. one point, I was like, what business can I do that don't got <laughs> nothing to do? I don't want them to know about me. I don't 
don't want them to know it's me yes. at all. Yes. I have not found that business. It seems that, you know, me being the face of my <laughs> business, I'm, I'm, it works and I'm kind of stuck here a yes, little bit. Yes. And I do really, really enjoy, enjoy it. It's it. just trying to find the balance. Yeah. That balance. It's hard. Yeah. And it's hard because especially like when you go through um, like just things that you just really would love to just keep private. I just would love to be depressed in my room eating my eating, ice cream. Eating ice cream and Netflix. <laughs> Why can't I just eat yes, ice cream and Netflix? Yes. Oh, because I have to generate sales yes. today. Somebody got to pay these payroll. These payrolls. The money's, I, the money's still got to come in. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't have time to be sad. So I do feel like sometimes personal life does affect the money. No, And absolutely. it makes me mad. Yeah, I'll be mad. I'm now mad at I'm myself. Mad. Yes. And I'm mad. Don't let it be like if our relationships so happen. Because now I'm even more mad because now you fucking now up my you money. messing up my, my mental. You <laughs> yes. messing up my mental for the day and you know I had this, this, this yes, going on. Yes, yes, Ooh, that one really, so I had to watch who's around me. Yes. Because I felt like at some point energy drainers yes. were draining me. Taking taking my little, all my little happy little like, glow. A little bit. And they trying to, I'm now, I'm sad, it's crying in the corner. Right. Or why every time you call me, you sad or you go It's negative. Yes. Like, can we start the day with, hey, like, I hope you have an amazing day. Get something, like, send a positive. (laughs) Right, right. Send some positivity. I'm already on it. Like, I already got a lot going on. And I think that's the thing. A lot of times we don't talk about mental health as an entrepreneur because literally I've been in therapy for for probably a year now. And I be there Wednesday, 9 a.m., ready to go. Like, I had to move because it is the podcast today but Friday I'll be there with bells on what's up girl how you doing you know but it's just like having somebody that you can talk to mm-hmm. that can say okay did you think about it this way did you think about it that yeah. way you know and really because I feel like honestly here's my theory we as entrepreneurs our business is around us, right? So we are a direct reflection of our company. So if whatever traumas that we have, whatever anxiety that we have, whatever abandonment issues that we have, whatever trust issues that literally shows in our companies. Yep. And it's like so hard because you got to make sure you hold and well to make this company go. And mm-hmm. it's like, but if I'm not, I still got to be here because I still, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like this whole rigmarole and this yeah. whole thing because it's always something going on. And honestly, like I would say I, I wouldn't trade it for a wor- the world. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but yeah. I will say the entrepreneurship is the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. Yes. Like I... It's never ending hardships yeah. because every year you want to grow. Yeah. You want to be better than the year before. Ooh, yes. So I almost feel like I'm, it's like I'm in competition with myself. And then I'm also trying to build this great thing. But I think that's the thing too. Like I'm trying to outdo myself every year. Every year. Like, I'm like, I'm tired of trying outdoing me. I, then the audience, then the audience be like, what are we doing this year? Oh, what's new? Nothing. <laughs> if you don't go watch BET after Happily Ever After and catch me on there, yes. girl, like what you mean? What's new? Yes. So then I'm sitting here thinking, okay, so what we going to do that's mega this year in 2023? But it's the pressure because it's like yeah. we are always competing with ourselves, right? Like we always have to be better. We always got to scale. We always got to grow. And I literally remember in 2020 um, was the year the pandemic hit, right? Mm-hmm. But we had completely changed our business model. Maybe 
at the end of 2019. We had started educating and we started the Millionaire Mob University. Well, I'm going every month. I'm hitting it. I'm hitting it. We started doing 100K months, right? At the end of 2020, we I was like, oh, shoot, we finna make a million dollars. And we hit the $1.1 million December in December. And literally December 31st, 12 o'clock, everybody's like going up, the team happy, everybody excited. The clock, the clock strikes 12. And they like, how you feeling? I'm like, damn, I got to do this shit again. No facts. It start back at zero. It start. Nobody cares about the hands being. Once you hit the number, it go back down. Even the the goal of like, I want to have 100K month. Well, that's only 30 days. So then the next 30 days, I start back at zero. That is a daunting thing to think about. Yes. Of like, okay, let's gear back up. Yeah. Let's do this rodeo again. Let's go. Let, let's shuck and drive. Let's get it together. Like, let's get these channels together. But it's like, that was the thing for me. And I had to get, and then the next year it was the same thing. I was like, I got to get off this hamster wheel. Oh, it's a, ha- oh my God. It's it's a hamster wheel. Oh it's my you, God. Are you running on it? You going. A full speed. Full speed on the hamster wheel. The hamster wheel about to come off. Full speed. And I was like, literally like, I got to get off this hamster wheel. I have to. And I literally didn't understand how. Like, I was just like. Have you have you figured that out? Listen, so I didn't get off. God pushed me off. Right. Oh, okay. But so at the end of 2021, I actually, I got pregnant and I was like, oh, well, like, I'm going to have a baby. Like, I can't be acting like this. Like, I got to be a mom now. And then I had a miscarriage. Okay. And so then when I had the miscarriage I started going to therapy I started like just I gotta focus on myself and I can't get stressed like this like this is too much and I didn't like even around the time that I had the miscarriage it was I was working it was Black Friday so I was working in the business I was like is this why this happened like I can't live like this right and so literally all of 2022 my goal was to get off of that hamster wheel and what I decided was the way to do that was not at every month start at zero like I need to have some type of reoccurring revenue. So in the month I started 50K or 70K or to get back yeah. to that 100K because I can't keep starting at zero because I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. Because you start you start doubting yourself. And when you and don't make, don't make no- I was about to say, now let's talk about the mental when yes. you don't hit the goal Come that on. you want. Yes. I'm mad at myself. I mean, it's a whole lot of just internal like. You know. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's a it's a thing because it's like I don't hit the number or something happens in the business and because I am the business, my worth is now diminished. I feel like I'm not I'm not that girl. I'm not doing my best. I'm not trying Although hard. you could be trying your hardest, hardest and doing your best and then it still internally feels like I'm not doing enough. Yes. Although I just slayed for the last 30 days, <laughs> but I still it's not enough. Because at the end of the day, the bills don't care. At the end of the day, like, none, no, Georgia Power not saying, you try, baby. It's okay. We'll see you next month. No. They still want their money. People still want their stuff. They still want all of those things. The employees things. still want to be paid <sighs> on time. Like They is not like, ma'am, I see you going through something over there. You're very depressed. I'm going to go forego my check this month. They're not. (laughs) No, they are not saying that. So it's like this, like you said, it's this hamster wheel of things that you're going through as an entrepreneur. And like I said, we we always are in the mode of just like 
figure it the fuck out. Like we was talking about before, like before we started, that regardless of what happened, I don't care how many tears we crying, how like I could be in fetal position, crying, just rocking myself to sleep, right? And it does not matter because I just have to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. So because of that, y'all, we have a segment in our show called Figure It the Fuck Out, okay? Ooh, okay. Yes. So all CEOs, I always say, that is our job. Every day we are literally putting out fires. It all, you probably gonna leave here. It's gonna be a fire waiting on you when you get off. You like, damn, I just okay. You know what I mean? So we always are figuring it out. So I'm going to, you know, you see our little Ooh. cup. I'm Ooh, gonna what take is that. What's that in the cup over <laughs> you know, there? It's a little scenario. You know, we're gonna take one of these out, and I'm gonna read this. You ready? What's on the piece of paper? <laughs> Let's see, let's see. Okay, ooh, this is a good one. All right. So you were at your friend's house last night. Y'all was brainstorming. Y'all was kikiing all about different business ideas. But you see, two weeks later, your friend is now starting that exact business with the exact name. What's next? The exact same name? Name, business, colors, trademarked it. What's next? So I've experienced this. Mm. I've also experienced this from outside people. Like I can yeah. do something and then like now everybody's doing it. And mm. I'm like, what's that about? <laughs> um, okay. What's your first emotion? Cause it was given, I'm pulling back up to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. Okay. The the only reason this is hard, cause I've experienced it so many mm. times in, in so many different ways that, I, at this point, just know who I can share ideas with. Mm -hmm. Like, I have this friend. I can say I want to do something, and for some reason, right after that, somehow she want to do it too. Mm. And I don't think that she's a bad person, but I had to realize who I am. I yeah. inspire people. Yes. Like, I inspire people to get up and do something yeah. with their lives. Like, they yeah. want to do it. So I try to not make it about me yeah i try it's, it's irritating yeah it is irritating because it's like you saw that i was doing this yeah you yeah. saw that i was doing this we and now you're this. doing this yeah, okay we talked about this a, <laughs> you know that i said this shit. yeah okay i see you i see you <laughs> yes. i'm not gonna say shit right. to you no right. more yes. it's, now it's a distance yeah now i gotta have you at a distance yeah and i don't like when that gets exposed because i i'm aware mm -hmm. i don't even call it out yeah it's no reason yeah i just know i see you um so I, I don't have a solution to that yeah but i think that's the thing that's also very hard for us as entrepreneurs is especially entrepreneurs that have personal brands like having people around us and having the right people around you right mm -hmm. that actually like pour into you because mm -hmm. all day you're pouring out you're pouring out to your 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 people your community yeah. like you're pouring out and if the right people are not pouring into your you, your cup is empty your cup is so many times i felt depleted depleted yeah. like depleted from the relationship and then I'm looking at the other people and I'm like dang y'all got this for me y'all yeah. got this many followers for me like yeah. the relationship's over but y'all y'all up a whole YouTube channel yeah. like y'all y'all have all the knowledge no none of y'all have given me any knowledge yeah. I'm still doing this on my own y'all yeah. still got to look at my next step to even know what your step is going to be because I'm not looking at y'all yeah let's be very clear yeah you got to look at me to know yeah. what I'm doing it's yeah. not the other way around exactly you had to hear me say it or me do it for 
for it. So yeah. I, I just, I don't know. What do you feel about that? How would you handle that? So that's funny that you say that. Because the thing is, like, friendships are very hard. And I feel like this season of my life, I'm really evaluating everybody that's around mm-hmm. me. Everybody. Like, everybody goes through evaluation period. I literally will... I have cut my own father off. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. you, your energy depletes me so I can't be around you. Your number is blocked. You cannot contact me. Go through my manager. Like, damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you, everyone is getting evaluated. Oh, I'm, I always, okay. Any of my subscribers watching this, yeah. they'll let you know <laughs> that Jayla will cut a person off. You're gone. Period, yeah. You're gone. Yeah. I do not care. Yeah. You're gone. Yeah. I don't care. And they be like, oh, Jayla, she can't keep friends. No, they can't keep me, baby. Period. Okay. Period. What's your sign? I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom is Scorpio. So I was like, it gotta be a Scorpio or Taurus. But no, like that's that's so serious. So what I would do in a situation, I mean, honestly, I would have to pray about it because the old me, Memphis me, new new me. <laughs> would have had to pull back up and see about what we need to talk like we need to talk about this like, because that's what I said I try not to internalize it yeah because sometimes it's not even a, how we are perceiving it it's yeah. not like that the yeah. person really is inspired, inspired. Yeah. and they're not even aware yeah. that they're taking the idea yeah they're not even aware that nailed this idea they're applying it to their life now while it could be some friends that are literally being spiteful yeah I do get that situation sometimes now it's not like intentional, that. right? Yeah. And we need to talk about it. Like we need to have a conversation to see, like, is why did you feel like this was okay? Like how, like, did you even see what you did to me? You mm. know, and because here's the thing, I'm a tourist. So we are very black and white. So once you go over there to the black, like I ain't no coming back. So mm. it's like I want to keep you over here in the white in the happy side, but like once you go over there, it's like it's no coming back, and it's very hard for me to circle back circle the block you know yeah. so I think that it's very important for especially me today like as I'm evaluating friendships business relationships whatever is to really evaluate like why people are here yeah why are you here why yeah. do you want to be around me yeah and I've realized a lot of people want to be around me for the clout for their come up and so I keep it really small like yeah. I I, at some point, I had been scared of friendships, like scared yeah. of meeting new people, mm-hmm. like because I'm like people just come around me to take, yeah, take, 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 yes, and I'm like y'all not giving nothing, right, right, and it's hard, and I think that is what makes being a CEO so ghetto. Oh my god, the ghetto is okay. <laughs> so that, that would have to be the ghetto is. Yeah. People that's around the relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so hard because relationships, that's not something that it thrives like, you. Like, uh, ha- like relationships are so hard. So I think yeah. being an entrepreneur is hard. Then the relationship and networking and managing the relationship yes. is the next layer of that. And I don't know. Yeah. I haven't mastered it. I, I no, I don't think it's a master. I think it's something that we always are going to just get better at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, y'all, being a CEO is ghetto, clearly, as y'all can see. <laughs> <laughs> but I thank you so much for coming on the Ghetto CEO Show. This has been amazing, y'all. If y'all have gotten gems, if y'all have gotten inspiration, and if you in the tribe, what you call your tribe? What's your tribe name? <laughs> 
Okay, so back in the day, they were my glam squad. Okay. Okay, because we get real cute. We're going to put on a cute outfits or whatever. Yes. Um, now, I be, like, calling them, like, my digital besties. Come on. You know, so if I always know who is who because when they be like, oh, we the glam squad, I'm like, oh, so y'all. Oh, you an OG. You an OG. Well, <laughs> let me know in the chat, in the comments, if you are the glam squad or you are digital bestie, if you coming over here from Jayla community. But I am so excited that you came on the uh, uh, get on CEO show yes. because this was good, girl. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. Yes. I loved our chat. I feel like we have a lot of things similar yes. about each other. Yes. So, yeah, I like the vibe. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Get Us CEO show. If you guys have any questions, make sure you drop them in the chat and make sure you like, comment, and subscribe and share this to 10 more CEOs. And then you can watch our next episode right here.